let's say they're doing customer support and that's like a three, $5 an hour task and their time is worth $100 an hour, they're wasting $95 an hour every hour they work on customer service. So the way I always see things is that the employees pay me kind of to work for me because they free me from all of that extra time that I now have. You're listening to the Ecom Exits podcast with your host, Nate Ginsberg. Learn the best tips and tactics to improve profits, cash flow, and maximize your e-commerce business value on the way to a successful exit. Welcome to the show. Hello, welcome back podcast listeners to the Ecom Exit show. I'm joined today by Tomer Rabinovich, FBA consultant to seven and eight figure sellers, creator of the Top Dog Summit, and now has a very new and exciting program that is in the launch process called Amazon Simplified that I'm excited to find out more about, as well as Tomer and all of his, these things that he's got going on in the space and history. And and yeah, we'll dive into it all now. So Tomer, thanks for joining us. Hi, Nate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. Yeah. So, so first, like, yeah, maybe take us back to when did this, this all get started? You're doing all this cool stuff. And I know helping or some of your specialty has been working with some of the, you know, very big successful sellers. Like, yeah. How, how did you get your start? Yeah. So I started like pretty much everyone, I think in 2014, 2015, I did the ASM course and launched in 2015, early 2015, had a day job back then. And a year into that uh, job and into the Amazon business, I came to my boss and said, like, I quit. And he said, why? So that was a day after the first prime day. And I told him I just made my salary in profit yesterday. So I think it's like time to leave. He let me like to work from home for another year. And I just uh, quit after another year. I've been doing this full time since 2017, running multiple brands with a team in the Philippines and also been consulting, as you said, for the past few years as well. So we're going to talk about this a bit more, but I've kind of, you know, my business is kind of on autopilot right now and everything is working really smoothly. And I just kind of stepped out of the business so I can focus on more interesting things for me, like consulting and helping sellers and things like that. Amazing. Well, I think we, we share interest or passion of stepping out of the businesses when it's appropriate and focusing on the things that are exciting for us. And so, yeah, I know we'll have some good stuff to dive into there, but I'm, I'm curious, what was your, your job before that, that you quit? I mean, in Israel, I'm from Israel. So in Israel, you serve in the military. I was in intelligence for three and a half years. Then you go to college. Last year of college was the head of student body. And right after that, uh, I started working for this government agency, you can say, that helps small businesses grow. And I knew from early age that I want to be an entrepreneur. I knew that I want to have my own business. Didn't really know what what I want to do. And then I saw this, like, and it was a very boring job. Like, it was very convenient to build a business because I didn't really need to work that much. That's perfect when you build a business, I guess. So, yeah, it was just a boring job. And hopefully my first and last actual job. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. And so you said you're you're currently still running some of your own brands in addition to the consulting? Yeah, with a team in the Philippines managing the whole thing. Pretty cool. Much. And so what prompted you to shift from, I mean, I think, you know, when sellers have success, often it's like, all right, you know, double down on selling or... I mean, you and, you know, many others, myself included, you you know, have success selling, but then transition into related, but also different stuff. And so, so yeah, what, what kind of prompted that or, or, you know, why for you? 
Yeah, so what happened with me is kind of maybe from the opposite side of it, because I always enjoyed helping other sellers. Even when I started out, I always did like small meetups in Israel and stuff like that, talked to other sellers, went to a lot of events abroad just to learn and network with more sellers. And before doing any of this uh, stuff, I was a full-time magician. And I felt oh, very wow. comfortable on stage doing shows for small, big audiences and everything. And it was very natural to me to just go up on stage and share like my own thoughts and takes on things. So I had some opportunities to go up on stage, just volunteer to go up on stage. And I took the every opportunity I had. And that really got me into a lot of a lot of events to be speaking at. And I didn't have anything to sell. I never pitched anything. Even when I had services, I never pitched them on stage. So I always just wanted to give value. And the services kind of happened afterwards. Top Dog Summit, for example, was my first actual service. And that was created as a necessity because I went to a lot of events and that event I wanted to go to didn't really exist. So I just created it myself. And also the other service that they have kind of happened the same way because I saw there is like a hole in the market to fill and I just stepped in and filled it. So sure. that's kind of what happened. Well, the magician background is super, super interesting. I like speaking. I, I want to be a better speaker and better stage presence. And, and so what have some of the, the things that your experience in magic you know, taught you or that you now, have, you know, take away and, and is useful to you and, and any of the stuff you're doing now. Yeah. So, so that's funny, you know, like I heard one of your podcasts where you mentioned like uh, how yoga helped you uh, in your journey as well. And I can say that I think that once you're really good at something, doesn't matter what it is, it kind of affects everything else that you're doing. So by really mastering, like I was the, I was introduced as the guy with the fastest hands in Israel when I was 20 years old on TV show in Israel. And I think like all of these things that you're really good at, you can just throw them at everything that you do. Like if you live and breathe Amazon, everything that you do is kind of related. You see boxes and you get excited, right? So yeah. it's just like what happens naturally. But for me with magic, I think things like really surprising my customers and over delivering and like element of surprise about stuff. So I really focus on that a lot in my business. And I noticed that only as an afterthought. And yeah. also I think like as a magician, you really need to know how to learn by yourself. I was reading books like magic books since I was 10 years old. And with cards, it's kind of strange. I'm left-handed. So I had to reverse everything as well from the books. And I mean, that's kind of how I started. And because you learn how to teach yourself, you also become a very good teacher. So my team, for example, didn't have any prior experience in Amazon or anything. I taught them everything, basically myself. And I think that's why I'm a good speaker and everything, because I just know how the mind kind of works and how it learns new things. So I think that's what really sets me apart. I'm just good at teaching others, I think, and really telling them what I want to happen and what I wanted to do. And that's what really sets me apart, I think, from any others. Yeah. 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 And I think when I think, you know, magicians and, and, you know, performing magic, I think so much of it is controlling the narrative and attention and similar in a lot of like, I've been spending a lot of time recently, like trying to become a better storyteller and, you know, mostly more through, you know, writing posts and stories, but I think it's, it, it's similar of, you know, taking people on this journey, building tension, relieving tension, whether it's with a trick through a post or a story. And, and yeah, and that's how people really get engaged. And that's how they remember things. That's how they are interested in things and, and therefore are able to, you know, have, have an impact or, you know, better to teach people, you know, using some of these tools. And so super cool. Maybe sometime can, can have a, next time we record, have a, a, a mini magic show. would love to see what the, the fastest hands in Israel, you know, <laughs> ha, has up their sleeve literally. But yeah, so, so I'm curious more about, I mean, it sounds like you've done a lot of consulting with, you know, with big, like you said, seven, eight figure sellers and you know, what around, what kind of stuff, like what do people come to you for help with? 
So I have kind of a unique program that regard that runs for a few years. It's called Mastermind Coaching. I basically take five businesses at a time, like again, at the same level, they can be seven or eight figure sellers. And I, and we do an actual mastermind. So it's like a four months process with me and we meet every two weeks. Every other week that we don't meet, they still get together and we have an agenda. So every two weeks we cover something else and I send them my own systems and, and like videos and everything that they have prior to the call so they can actually prepare based on my systems. And then we just talk about, let's say, which products you should launch, how you should uh, organize your PPC and structure it in a better way, how you should manage your inventory. But we really dive into their businesses because they all have to share their products from day one with each other. And sellers like don't really want to do that, but that's the only way you can join the program and actually have an actual mastermind with other people by sharing uh, your store. We validate every seller. We make sure that there is no cross-selling between uh, the same niche and things like that. But that, this is something I've been running for a few years now, and it's always sold out. I can open like eight or 10 groups like this uh, a year, call to over 150 people in the program. So that's something I've been doing for the longest time, probably out of the uh, services I have to offer. But I think like I did like one-on-one one -on -one in the past, but one-on-one -on -one has a few issues. First, it's like, it's going to be very expensive to the other side, obviously, to pay for my time and everything. So by splitting it five ways it's a lot more affordable. And also these are five very smart sellers. So if we are one-on-one -on -one and you say one thing and I don't agree, uh, or I say one thing and you don't agree, then that the conversation is done. But if we have four other people pitching in, giving ideas and saying the same thing, kind of, you're probably going to act on it and do it. So it really helps to have this small mastermind. I think the best number for a mastermind is five people that I've oh, noticed. Yeah. So, so what are some of the, you know, with these sellers that you've worked with over the years, like what are some of the biggest challenges or mistakes that you see them making? I think honestly, the biggest challenge probably is that they don't have any type of systems or processes in place in their business. So the thing is, whatever course they learned or YouTube or whatever, every, everything the course is CGGM, look for a product, source it, launch it, run some PPC inventory management, and that's it. So they just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. But at some point, they're going to burn out. It's going to be like too much to handle. And many times it's too late to start delegating and teaching someone how to do things and it's too late. People think they need to grow to like 50K or 100K per month to start hiring. But the truth is they should start hiring to get to get to those levels faster. And that's yeah, what I, people don't really understand. Yeah. I just got to say, couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, I'm the kind of person that I really value my time and my energy. And like, I've been very fortunate in my career to have some wins under my belt and where I have, you know, more freedom to be intentional about how I spend my time and what I don't want to do. And, and, and now, and I'm, I'm guessing similar for you, like it's so obvious, you know, most of these things that I don't want to be doing. And like, you know, if it's the difference of doing something that I don't want to do, that's going to be hard and, you know, drain my energy. And like, yeah, maybe I'll save a couple of bucks. It's just like, there would be better ROI of getting someone else to do that for me where I don't need to think about it and allow me to focus on the things that I do enjoy that do give me energy. And, and yeah, and it's like, for me, it's just been, that's been a part of my journey for so long. It's like second nature, but it's, it, you know, talking to other sellers and other people, they don't see it that way. I mean, we all have our background and history and, you know, got us to where we are, but like, you know, so many people with way bigger businesses that I ever had that are like doing things that I would never do. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, I mean, look, there's different ways to get to where you want to go, but it sounds like you're, you're similar minded in terms of double down on what you're good at, follow your energy. Like what, what kind of influenced that thinking or is there any, you know, books or, or people that kind of got you to, yeah, kind of shape your thinking around that. 
Honestly, just networking with big sellers got me to think about that more and more and more. You know, I was sitting in a, with a friend, for example, like a few years uh, back, and I only had like one person on my team doing customer service or something. And I, I told him like about something on Facebook and he didn't know about it. And he was a big seller and everything. He took his phone, opened WhatsApp, recorded a message and said, implemented and done, you know? Like sent it to his team. And I was just shocked by that. I was like, that's what I want, you know, (laughs) because I was like, how can you go to all these events? How can you do all these things and travel and do things and still work on your business? It doesn't make any sense. So I started like to really go deep into this, into this topic of systemizing my business and everything and delegating everything. And I think delegating gets addictive. (laughs) Once you actually Mm. start, you don't want to do anything anymore. As soon as you start, you are like, I don't want to do this ever again. So, and also I think, I think there is a, a false mindset again for many sellers. They think when they start, their time is worth zero, right? Because they don't have any products, don't have a business yet or anything. Now, when they start selling, their time is worth $5,000 an hour, $50, $500 an hour, whatever it is. If they hire someone, let's say they're doing customer support and that's like a three, $5 an hour task and their time is worth $100 an hour, they're wasting $95 an hour every hour they work on customer service. Mm-hmm. So the way I always see things is that the employees pay me kind of to work for me because they free me from all of that extra time that I now have. So I'm very uh, thankful for them and fortunate to have them with me in both of my Amazon business and my consulting business and everything. So, and again, I think you should hire to grow and not grow. So start hiring after. Totally agree. And it's actually, I was on a call this morning with a, with a friend and also a client that were talking about, you know, other ways that really that like me and my team can support him. And he's, you know, he has an awesome business, you know, multi-channel Amazon wholesale, like really good stuff, but he's he's stuck. Like he works, you know, 60 hour weeks. He sent me a list like yesterday, literally of all the things that he's doing. And it's like customer service, this responding to reviews, this it's like taking up all this time. And like, in my head, I'm like, dude, like we got to, you know, get that off because I mean, he's a very talented guy and has, you know, he could 10 X this business if he's focused in the right area, but currently is unable to, because it's stuck doing the things that yeah, you yeah. know, the, I don't know, whatever his hourly rate is, it would be high, but he's stuck doing these $5 an hour tasks, but like free those up allows you to do highest and best use to really grow the business more. And there was a guy who just finished the program. He was working 16 hours a day doing like 150K, 200K uh, per month. He had a solid business and everything. And he said, like on the first call with me, I want to launch this product and this product and this product. I'm like, you need to launch some employees. That, yeah. Like you're doing everything <laughs> by yourself. That's what you need to do next. That's the next step. Yeah. And he was, he tried hiring in the Philippines in the past, didn't really work out. I told him, look, you're not like me. You cannot like, you are not the guy who's going to sit down and teach someone and you don't have the patience. Just hire someone local who kind of has my skill set in organization and systems and everything and have him build this business for you. And that's exactly what he did. Now he has like three more people like that person, like local person in Israel, three more people underneath in the Philippines. And that person is kind of helping him manage the whole show. So it just depends on who you are. It starts there and also what it is that you want. I know people that like to do everything because they want to build and sell the business and they manage people in the past. They don't want to do that anymore. So it comes down to your goals. But most sellers, I think, started Amazon or any business really to like work less and profit more, right? That's the benefit of a business in terms of like on the opposite side of being uh, working for someone else where you just work 19 hours a day. And they forget that at some point down the road and they just work overwork. It's it's easy to kind of get caught up in doing what you've been doing, right? And you kind of 
all of a sudden you're, you're going down this rabbit hole. And at a certain point, you're so far deep that like you kind of lose perspective and you're just doing what you've been doing. And there's a ton of value. And sometimes it takes someone, you know, like you, for example, if you're consulting with a client to be like, look, bro, like there's another way, (laughs) you know, it doesn't have to be like this, you know, to have that outside perspective to get them kind of back on this, this other track. Yeah. And again, when it's a group of people just listening and thinking and absorbing the information, it's a lot easier than just one-on-one conversation. So So you mentioned some of your, you know, I think, you know, strengths or superpowers around, you know, it sounds like the hiring, the delegating, the magic, obviously. And uh, you you also mentioned stuff about like, you know, systems process, like, like, what do you think you're like, what are you best at? What are you, if you're familiar with like superpower, unique ability, like what what do you think yours are some of yours? I, I don't really know, but I'm really good at breaking things apart to kind of understand how they function and work. So for like two years, I believe the only topic I ever talked about was product selection because I really took that apart. That's like the number one topic for Amazon sales in general. If you have, we all know if you have a bad product and do everything else right, nothing is going to sell. It's not going to sell. But if you do the opposite, you have like a good product and do everything else wrong, you can still make some money. So starts like with product selection, obviously, and doing that correctly. So I really focused on that for a long time. Then I focused on PPC for a long time to figure that out. So I'm really good at like figuring stuff out on my own breaking them apart and then explaining to others how to do them. I I don't want to say correctly, but in a specific way that is simple to understand and follow. At least intentionally, like you intentionally set up the process and you go through it. And I mean, maybe it can be improved or this or that, but like the point is, you know what you're doing and you're doing it intentionally. Yeah. And also, you know, I'm just fast learner and I can learn everything by myself. So that's why I preferred with my specific team, I prefer to hire like blank slate people that have no prior experience, pay like $3 an hour and teach them everything. And in some cases, you obviously have things that you don't really know how to do. So ManyChat, for example, we didn't know how to do a few years ago when it uh, came out. So I hired like an expert Facebook ads guy who had some background in ManyChat. He was just at the very beginning of ManyChat. And he sat down with um, one of my uh, team members for 10 hours, $50 an hour, spent $500. And my employee became an expert after that. So there are different things you can do just to get your uh, team up to speed on everything. And you don't have to teach them everything by yourself. But I wanted to have like a lean business. I didn't want to have dozens of employees. Again, I was always like about working less, profit more. So I try to like aim towards that. And like you said, I value my time a lot. And it doesn't mean that I don't work hard. I think like everyone works hard, but you work on what you are passionate about, what you like to do and not like optimizing PPC beads all day. I don't know. Right. I mean, I, I totally agree. And I think when people think of work, they think that it's like in front of a computer, you know, grinding, whatever that means. And you know, and I, I know for me, I mean, so like I'm super active. I love being active, biking, yoga, just like being healthy and, you know, getting out and, 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 you know, and for me, like, you know, I go on bike rides most after, so like today in a couple hours, I'll go for a nice, you know, hour, two hour bike ride. And like during that time is honestly when I get some of my best ideas and it's like, that's when everything kind of connects. And, and, you know, that I think is some of our highest and best work is when we actually step back and give ourselves time. And when you're stuck 
you know, at the keyboard for 16 hours, you're not giving yourself the space to like have the, the big connections and breakthroughs and aha moments. And so, yeah. Yeah, they say you kind of have to stop and smell the roses from time to time, right? To kind of zoom yeah. out a bit of your business. I have two small kids. So just spending time with them in the afternoons and everything is I try to do that every single day. So like stop working at four, be with them until like 8 p.m. when they go to bed. And then maybe I have another call at night with like someone in the US or something. But that's uh, kind of my schedule. And again, it's not like I'm sure Nate, you are working really hard uh, on multiple businesses at the same time, but you don't feel like it's work because you're not working in your businesses. Uh, anymore so yeah well that's that's yeah the, the idea I mean I'm all about you know like build yourself off the org chart you know be an investor in your own business yeah for for me and I mean I think you know it's available to all of us but but yeah so Tomer tell us more about the uh, your, your your new program that you're launching I know you had a I don't know if it was like the the first beta launch that seemed like it was a huge success and, and you're now gearing up for round two. Like what, what's the program? And yeah. Yeah. So it's called Amazon Simplified and the goal is to simplify the entire business. And actually it kind of kind of stepped into it by, again, by accident, you can say, but the Mastering Coaching Program had so much content in the back end that people had to watch it before the actual call. And it was like a lot of stuff, like two hours, three hours of content every single, for every single call. And I decided to just turn this whole, the entire content, everything I have into like this new program that will be available for everyone uh, that want to, that really treat this as a business and there are no hacks, no black hat, no tricks, no nothing. It's just how to run this business as an actual business. So this is kind of how it was uh, created and formed. So if people are listening and they have been through my mastermind coaching program, you don't need this because you already know everything. But basically it's a 10 week program and every week we cover a different topic. So we cover everything from mindset, product selection, sourcing, PPC, organic reviews, launching, inventory management, everything, every main topic in this business, we cover it in detail. You have like a course platform in the back end that you can view and watch. And then we have a closed Facebook group just for this uh, new group of people that will come in where we ba I basically post a few posts a week. So you can basically ask questions under one post. So I don't want this to get saturated with a lot of questions you can ask in any other Facebook group. The whole point is every week we simplify this business to the entire group. So the people can just ask like about product selection during that week, about PPC during that week. So we are not oversaturating the, the group itself. And it's like very, just stays very uh, neat and organized. And every, so it's Monday through Sunday, every single week. And on Sunday, we record a video answering all of the questions for that specific week. So again, the goal is to, by the end of the week, just to have like everyone to agree on on what that topic is about. And even if it has a few different options, like PPC, you can do it in many different ways. So we talk about the different ways you can do it and how I do it as well, obviously. And I also, during the program, I also interview a lot of people from the industry or sellers that I, I consulted, like big sellers and everything, or even podcasts like this one, I'm going to put that in as well. So people can just listen to extra stuff whenever they want. But that's the program basically. And so you said it's 10 week, week by week. And so there's, there's content plus like weekly engagement and kind of accountability through this program that, so like who, what does the typical seller look like when they start the program? And then after they finish, like, what is that, you know, what is the, the outcome or the transformation? Yeah. So I think first of all, the program is, is for anyone who is actively selling. Like if you are still looking for your first product and don't really know much about Amazon yet, this is not the program for you. You should first launch a product or something and get your hands dirty and then you can join the program. But I, I don't teach like open an account or create a shipment. It's 
it's not a program for beginners, I will say. It's a program for anyone, again, who is serious about taking action, wants to move to full-time into this business or sell the business at some point. So that's what the program is for. And when they start, so a lot of people ask me if it fits them. And I say, do you have any issues that are not solved? Like you don't really know what's going on in your PPC or you don't really, you are not really confident with product research or you're not really confident with inventory management and you keep running out of stock or getting overstock. So if you have any issues in your business, and I'm sure a lot of people do, then this program is for you. And you, can, you will learn something from everything. I promise from every single module, you will learn something. And also the final module is where I interview like eight, even a nine figure seller and like uh, really big sales that I uh, really good friends of mine that I know and trust and kind of what's after. Like once you reach your goal, which is uh, financial freedom or whatever the goal is, once you reach that freedom of yours, what's on the other side of it type of thing? Because I want people to think a lot bigger than this Amazon business thing because it's a means to an end for the most of us. And a lot of people right. tell you like, you have to build a brand, right? You have to build a brand. You have to go Shopify and Facebook ads and do... You don't like the biggest sales that I know are just doing Amazon and just focusing on that because I realized like it took me a lot, a lot of cash, a lot of time to realize that I'm passionate about Amazon. I'm not passionate about the products I sell or the brands I have. I obviously have like Amazon brands, I call it. So I have the brand store and everything looks nice and it's for the same target audience and everything, but I'm not focused on anything off of Amazon. Because again, I want to have a very simple business and I'm not looking to overcomplicate things. And I spent probably around 100K just to figure out like to do Shopify and things like that. And it all failed. And I don't know a lot of sales that actually got it to work. And also for me, honestly, it wasn't interesting. I just wanted another thing to kind of have because I thought that's what I need. But there are more ways to do this business than what you were told. And we cover all of those in the program as well. Cool. And so what are some of the, I mean, you mentioned it a little bit before, but like, what are some of the areas that, you know, most people, they experience the biggest breakthroughs or like the biggest, you know, challenges that then they overcome as they go through your program? Yeah. So for example, I can say about product selection, everyone is looking like the product section, everyone knows, like the, we can say the regular criteria is look between a certain price range, uh, like a small, like product and, you know, not this amount of reviews, not this or not that. So I kind of remove all of that, all of that fluff. And I just say, this is what works. And I show actual proof from products that are doing well. And I explain the methodology behind it and the theory and everything. So it's, it's very clear to the group and everyone that is doing this. And that's how I try to do everything. Like PPC, maybe, you know, parts of it, but you don't have the full picture of it and why it makes sense. So that's kind of how I do things. Every week starts with like the theory, first of all, and like background about the topic. And then we just dive in. And again, I don't waste time on anything. I just go and uh, we just cover the topic from beginning to end. And I can say that you will have that those light bulb moments every single week of the program, because nothing about this program is taken from YouTube or whatever. It's all from my experience. And I just an experience in my business. I have you know, I had my own business, but I've seen thousands of accounts by now. So that's my experience. Not when you have your own business, that's great. And maybe you know a bit of about your products, but when you start helping others, that's when you really expand your knowledge because you've seen so much stuff. And that's my that's what I can share as well. Yeah, amazing. And so so just some kind of specific. So you you launched this, you had like the first group that went through this a few months ago. Yeah, then... so it was like uh, three months ago, I had a hundred sellers. 
I kept it at 100 cells because I wanted to make sure that it works. First of all, I sold out within a few days just from my own Facebook profile, really. I didn't do any ads or anything because, again, I never had a service that was for everyone. You can say that anyone can just sign up. And my programs were kind of just people that knew me and talked to me and just closed them that way. So now the second round, we are not capping this to anything, but they do want everyone to start at the same time. So that's why we are doing it on December 7th. But we will let people in like a, about a week later, and then we're going to close this uh, sign-up program because we want everyone to go in through the same thing. At the same time, I think that's very powerful as well. It opens on the 7th. Is that the first lesson or the first lesson is the following? Yeah, that's or... the first week, which is mindset. The second week is product selection, but the mindset week is very uh, short. Like there is not a lot to watch there. And we're going to do the onboarding process to Facebook and to the back end and everything of the course to make sure everything is working. And then the second week, that's where we're really going to dive in. Product selection is like probably the biggest module in this program. So yeah, um, well, I mean, it's yeah. the, where everything starts, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So for sellers, like what is the investment to, to go through the program for, for this second round? Yeah. So honestly, I want to keep it affordable because I wanted like, I think, again, if this was if this existed when I started, when I had my first product live on Amazon, it will just make my life a lot easier from where I am now and save me a ton of money, but it's $750 uh, for the whole thing. And again, I want to keep it affordable as possible to everyone. And I can also say, if you're listening to this podcast later, uh, it's probably $1,000 right now because this is only going to be for this round and then it's going to be 1000 afterwards. Nice. Well, I mean, I think it's like, I mean, 750 bucks or a thousand bucks to make more money, have more time. I mean, it's, yeah. And I mean, to, to, to go through it, w- w- one thing that I like about this is, you know, it's like the accountability of going through it with a group of people. It's not just you, but they're, they're in there with however, you know, dozens others of, of other sellers going through the same thing. And like, I, I know for me, how powerful being in a group and, and, how powerful it is for, for accountability. And I don't know how many, everyone's signed up for a course that they buy and then they never log into and then there's no this, but but yeah, but I like how it's, you know, a little bit of a, a done with you sort of. I mean, there there is the weekly involvement and keeping people accountable to then, crazy how that works. Like when they're accountable, when they do the work, then they get the result. And like, you know, that's, I think what everyone wants. That's what you want. That's what they want. And so, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a really cool, cool model. I think and I can say that the biggest probably model that everyone were excited about when it kind of, when it came out is week nine, because week nine is about hiring and systems. And that week has almost nothing to do with Amazon. That week, I only talk about departments you should have in your company using Slack, Asana, whatever tool you're going to use for communication, task management with your team, how to make decisions, how many meetings I have with my team every week now, how my team is structured. I talk about different business structures and everything that I've seen in this business. Like if you do everything by yourself, if you have a team, if you like different businesses they had, I had a team three years ago that I let everyone go on the same day because it was just too much. And I made a huge mistake uh, building that in that in a certain way. And then I started from scratch again. So I talk about all of that on that week. So again, this program, and this is what I also try to do in my own event and everything. I never talk about anymore. I used to talk about hacks and tricks and everything. And then I realized that's not where the money is. The money is always in the basics. It's always in product selection, inventory management, PPC. That's where the money is. But we dive into that, those topics on the highest level possible and really break it down and simplify it to a very basic level that anyone can understand. So... Yeah, I love it. And I mean, I'm yeah, super curious to learn more about, especially, yeah, I mean, that 
you know, talking about team building leadership, like that's, those are areas that I am really, you know, passionate about, or like in my experience, I mean, I've seen how impactful, good hiring, team building, you know, leadership for me, I'm, I'm a better leader than I am manager. <laughs> and like, we can talk about what I think that means, but, but, but yeah, but like how powerful it is to, to be able to, yeah, you know, getting the right people to support you and align on the mission is like, what's, you know, it's what's worked for me and in any of my businesses. And so, so yeah, I guess it, it yeah. Uh, and it, talk it, about the fact also that none of us were born CEOs. I mean, it's a profession that you actually learn. CEOs can leave one company and join a different company on a completely different industry and still yeah. run it and everything because see a CEO is a profession, right? It's not, uh, yeah, and it's yeah, something that you have to learn over time just by doing it. There is no really other way. Uh, you cannot yeah. take a course on how to be a good CEO. So, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, how, how did you learn to be a good CEO? Just uh, when you have a team of 12 people and you have to let everyone go, that's uh, a fast way to kind of learn how to be a better CEO, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll say, yeah, I've, you know, I've been there. I mean, this was some years ago, but I remember there was, you know, one day that I literally, I laid off like six people, like back to back to back yeah. to back to back. It was a big, you know, leaning down of our operation and, you know, a, a shift in direction. And like, yeah, I mean, it's. But you peel off those layers off of you, right? When you do that, you, you peel another layer until you are like much stronger, I think, afterwards. Yeah, well, um, and it's a process well, and you, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, with, you know, running businesses and, you know, communication and having hard conversations and, you know, these are things that like, we build up a lot of resistance to doing some of these things that we, you know, we think of as, as hard in our head and, and yeah, maybe, you know, like no ways around it, you know, firing someone, letting someone go, isn't a pleasant, you know, it's not a super enjoyable experience, but you know, when you do it, it's, you realize a couple of things. One, that it's not as bad as you're, you know, making it out to be. And two, usually you probably realize that, wow, like I should have done this, you know, three weeks ago or three months ago. And, and, you know, yeah. cause we, we, we build up these things that we don't think that we want to do. And then we build up all this weight around it. And then we finally do it. And it's like, wow, like that actually wasn't that bad. What about these other things that I've been putting off and building right. up? Like, oh, they're probably not bad too. Yeah, you know, I was at this event in Austin in the US and there was a speaker, I don't remember who it was unfortunately, but he said, if you have someone that is not working well or you think of letting go, please stand up. And about 80% of the room stands up, you know? And he said, you have until tomorrow morning, like on the, like that was the second day of the event, you have until tomorrow morning to let them go because you are not being fair to them by keeping them on and leading them on to think that they're doing a good job or something. You're happy with what they're doing while well, they can be looking for a job that they can do better, you know, and perform better at and be happier at. So it's not just, it's not about you. It's also about them, right? The people that you're actually hiring and that are not doing a good right. job. You just want to be transparent yeah. and just <laughs> let them go. And they always say yeah. like, hire slow, fire fast type of stuff. So I think that's, that was an important lesson for me when I saw this entire room like standing up i realized this is a, a problem for everyone and not just for for any ceo or yeah, any uh, yeah. business owner it's, yeah it's true and, and i mean i think like you know like, like you said also like the skill of being a ceo and you know i've been in my career now i mean i've been involved with product businesses i've been involved with information businesses i've been involved with agency businesses and like obviously there's some differences in how they are run and in the model but like I'm quite confident in, you know, with my experience to go into, you know, as CEO, uh, I, I mean, 
not saying that I'm the best CEO ever, but, but like, you know, but, but like there are some core skills that I've learned that me now versus five years ago with my experience, you know, I could go into any business compared to where I was before. And like, yeah, there are some core core things that are very transferable and, you know, building up those skills. And I think that's something a lot of Amazon sellers, I mean, this was me, like my first business that really took off was FBA. And I think a lot of people, their first business that really takes off is SBA. And like, they're not, you know, they're not career business people. Like they have this FBA business that took off and now they got to, you know, learn these other skills that are going to serve them for the rest of their career in this business and their next business. And yeah, I mean, good to have, you know, support. I mean, I'm the kind of person like at this point in my life career, I want to do things the easy way, the fun way, the fast way, like I'll happily pay if that allows me to skip the learning curve, you know, do it faster, easier, more fun. And like, that's available to all of us. And that's a big like mindset shift, I think from like scarcity mindset to abundance mindset, you know, scarcity where people come in and they're like, oh, well, if I pay this person, you know, 500 bucks a month, like that's coming out of my pocket when the reality is like that 500, it's like a rounding error on your, you know, purchase on your POs. So it's like, you know, you're yeah. worrying about this or that when you the reality spent that on is like, BBC yesterday. So yeah, ex- <laughs> like... ex- ex- exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, being able to kind of have that context and, 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 and yeah, like they, yeah, you know, learning these skills that are going to serve them in this business in the next business. And it's really, uh, you know, investment. And I know, I mean, I'm the kind of person like I, I love to learn and I kind of, I tend to gravitate towards people and communities and opportunities where I can learn. And so I've had amazing mentors and teachers over the years and courses and events. And, and, you know, that's helped me get to wherever I am. And, you know, without their help, I'd be nowhere near as far or as accomplished or, you know, my understanding of things. And so, yeah, it's an amazing opportunity that we have. I mean, what an amazing trade to like, you pay a relatively small amount of money and like you get this infinite payoff of faster, better, like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. So, so, so some stuff, I mean, I know this is just the relatively getting started, but like, what sort of vision do you have for yourself, your business in the future with this program, the other stuff you're doing, you know, fast forward a couple of years and like, what is, what does that look like? Yeah. So, you know, when I started this whole journey, I just wanted a few extra hundred dollars per month <laughs> added to the as, paycheck. As, I didn't really you. expect any of this to happen, obviously. So I'm very uh, fortunate and thankful uh, for it every single day. But for me, like I, I looked at the numbers and everything and I said, okay, so I have this Top Buck Summit. I do a small intimate event once a year. It's like 60, 70 sellers. I have this mastermind coaching program. I can do like eight, 10 groups a year. That's another 50, 60 people a year. So I'm helping like 130, 150 people a year. I, can, I know I can help a lot more. So I put all the content on my website so you can go and watch all the lectures I did, everything, podcasts, whatever content they gave. And I try to do a different thing every time I'm up on stage and stuff. So I give like everything out uh, to help sellers. But then I realized like I can help more, you know, I can help like thousands of sellers by doing just a program that doesn't have me involved in it uh, that much anymore. And that's kind of how Amazon Simplified came out. And I have another secret project I'm working on that's going to be released next year, like uh, mid of next year and that's going to be even bigger than amazon simplified and hopefully reach a lot more sellers so that's kind of my aim right now i kind of a friend of mine who is an expert in like uh, funnel building and everything told me like you built your funnel backwards <laughs> like uh mm-hmm. because you start with like expensive services and now you go into cheaper ones 
but I don't really see this like a funnel or something. I just see yeah. it as giving value and looking for, again, uh, where I can give value and the sellers I can give value for. And for me, it's never interesting to teach someone how to sell on Amazon because their mindset is, is very messed up at that point. And it kind of brings me down as well with it. So I prefer helping sellers that are at the right place, have the right mindset already, and they're willing to go all into this uh, business. Yeah, where you can come in and be a catalyst and really have the biggest impact. And so... Yeah, well, that's awesome. I mean, you know, we've, we've, I think we've covered a lot. And thank you for coming on and sharing. I mean, is there anything else about, yeah, anything with your programs or any of the other things that you think that, you know, sellers should know or that you want to, that you want to share? Yeah, you can just go to my website. So that's tomelabinovich.com. So just my name.com. You have the Amazon subscription panel that page. You have a free content page, lectures, podcasts. You don't need to sign up or anything. Just watch whatever you want. Enjoy. So, and you can also contact me on Facebook or just through the website and I always get back to you. So yeah, that's, uh, that's everything, I think. Hey, well, that's awesome, man. Super cool to hear about all this stuff and excited for, I guess, version two of this program. And yeah, as well as version three and, and whatever the, maybe we can, we can get you back on around the, the, the launch of your next super secret project. And yeah, exciting times. And you know, good luck with the rest of the quarter and the launch and excited to see it all come together. Perfect. Thank you a lot, Nate. And again, for having me, it's been a pleasure. And hopefully to see you soon somewhere after mm -hmm. all of this craziness is over. Yeah. Yes, hopefully. This has been the Ecom Exits podcast with Nate Ginsberg. If you're enjoying the Ecom Exits podcast, show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This will help other smart entrepreneurs find us. We appreciate your support. We have a new episode every week on the Ecom Exits podcast, so catch you next time.